Well, it's happened again. There must be something in the air during the month of March that forces those advocating for a new world order to be vocal about it. March of last year saw President Biden call for building and leading a new world order at the Business Roundtable's CEO quarterly meeting in Washington, D.C. Then, nine days later, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov and his Chinese counterpart pledged to do the same at a press conference. And then March of this year saw Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin promise to work together to build a new world order as an alternative to the West. Well, we'll explore this and offer you a glimpse into where this is heading and what you can do about it in this episode of Analysis Behind the News. Please be sure to take action using the links in the video description. And please like, subscribe, and share this information with others. The Kremlin's website reported statements made by Putin during Jinping's visit. One of these statements is, We jointly work to create a more just and democratic multipolar world order, which should be based on the central role of the UN, its Security Council, international law, and the purposes and principles of the UN Charter. Well, interestingly enough, due to Russia's UN membership, it is now taking a turn to chair the UN's Security Council for the month of April. According to the Washington Examiner, Russian officials plan to outline the contours of a new world order over the next month as Russia and China intensify their efforts to gain influence at the United Nations. Our idea is to hold a comprehensive, forward-looking strategic discussion about the contours of a new world order that is coming to replace the unipolar one, Ambassador Wassily Nabenza, the top Russian envoy at the UN, told state media. This conversation is long overdue, he says. Well, in our opinion, what's long overdue here is the realization that both of these communist countries would have collapsed under their own weight had it not been for the efforts of the West, led by the United States, to keep them afloat and to keep them communist. We are long overdue to get out of the United Nations and to kick the United Nations out of our country. Russia's envoy continued, the Russian Federation intends to give priority to the elimination of vestiges of the dominance of the United States and other unfriendly countries in world politics. Well, perhaps that's what both Putin and Jinping had in mind when Jinping told Putin at the conclusion of their meeting, right now there are changes, the likes of which we haven't seen for 100 years, and we are the ones driving these changes together. And then using both hands, Putin grasped Jinping's hand and said, I agree. Take care, please, dear friend. Well, let's look at some of these changes as reported upon by the Atlantic Council. Now, keep in mind, the Atlantic Council seeks a Western-led global governance scheme. Founder Clarence Streit's ideas and work inspired the creation of the European Union superstate. In regards to China, the Atlantic Council said, In past months, Xi has rolled out a global development initiative, a global security initiative, and most recently, a global civilization initiative. What they all share is a worldview that offers to embrace all countries, irrespective of their political systems and ideologies, contrasting China's approach to what Beijing calls U.S. efforts to divide the world between democracies and autocracies. Simply stated, each of these initiatives are China's way to build more and deeper and entangling alliances with countries just as a spider catches insects on its web, paralyzing them, and then devouring them when the time is right. Launched last June, Global Development Initiative is China's new Belt and Road Initiative 
that focuses on helping countries develop green infrastructure in order to help achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals of Agenda 2030. So far, 100 countries have signed up. Compare that with 150 nations that signed up for the Belt and Road Initiative, which has been called a debt trap as a way to take control and to take advantage of defaulting countries. The Global Security Initiative began in February, and it seeks to create a global security framework with developing countries to work together on regional disputes and global challenges such as terrorism, climate change, cybersecurity, and biosecurity. Its related white paper announced that China would be willing to provide other developing countries with 5,000 training opportunities in the next five years to train professionals for addressing global security issues. So far, Serbia and the Solomon Islands have taken up China's offer. In mid-March, Xi started the Global Civilization Initiative, saying in a video conference call, Chinese-style modernization does not follow the old path of colonial plunder or the hegemony of strong countries. He also said that a better world order would be based on mutual respect, tolerance, and equality, and China would be its natural leader, according to the Washington Post. Also in mid-March, China hosted officials from Saudi Arabia and Iran and helped them agree to restore full diplomatic relations, taking Western leaders by surprise. Clearly, China is walking and talking like an equal superpower to that of the U.S., sending signals to the global community that it does not need to rely on the U.S. and that other countries should look to China for world leadership. As reported by AsiaNikkei.com, a speaker at a trilateral commission meeting in March that was held in India said, three decades of globalization, defined as integrated, free market-based, and deflationary, has been replaced by what will be a multi-decade period of globalization defined as fragmented, not free market-based, but industrial policy-based, and structurally inflationary. This year, 2023, is year one of this new global order. Well, indeed it may be. The New American reported that U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken requested $2 billion to start an American Belt and Road Initiative to counter China's, even though the U.S. has spent trillions bailing out countries and foreign banks for nearly a century. Big government appears to be more worried about losing the world leadership that it unconstitutionally helped to build and has commanded for decades. Even if it leads to the final collapse of the dollar, something, of course, that China would take full advantage of, though not without some pain. To help precipitate the dollar's collapse, China has, since 2017, purchased oil and liquefied natural gas in its currency from Iran, Venezuela, Russia, and parts of Africa, according to FirstPost.com. Russia recently inked deals with Brazil and Saudi Arabia to do the same, shifting away from the American dollar, which has long stood as the global reserve currency. However, 100-plus years of neglect and abuse by the Federal Reserve, Congress, and presidential administrations have brought the dollar's purchasing power to its lowest level since the start of the Fed in 1913. Couple that with today's extraordinarily weak American leadership and China sees a perfect opportunity to step up and create its own new world order. Remember that the U.S. has led the way to get China into the globalist fold, beginning with helping it fall into communist hands decades ago, and then 
helping to open China to the rest of the world. Instead, China has plans to take over. The New American senior editor, Alex Newman, made this prediction in one of his cover stories in 2015. As Mr. Newman pointed out, George Soros was asked in 2009 what President Obama should discuss in an upcoming meeting with China. He told the Financial Times that the United States and the U.S. dollar were on their way down and that the Communist Party regime must step up to the plate. I think you really need to bring China into the creation of a new world order, financial world order, Soros told the Financial Times. I think you need a new world order, that China has to be part of the process of creating it, and they have to buy in. They have to own it in the same way as the United States owns the current order. Fourteen years later, China is heeding this advice. What that looks like in another 14 years will largely depend on you. If an educated electorate does not take steps to make the dollar into sound currency, allows Congress to spend us into oblivion, and continues to aid China in its meteoric rise at America's expense, then 2037 could appropriately be the year of the snake, perhaps solidifying its stranglehold on world leadership. If the buildup of Japan prior to World War II taught us anything, it's that an empire doesn't take long to build, especially once the bullets start flying and countries start falling. So far, China is using political pressure tied with large financial incentivized traps and illegitimate business practices to build its empire. Will bullets fly? Let's answer that with a fact that many Americans seem to be oblivious of. The Chinese Communist Party is already at war with the United States and has been for many decades. Our elected officials need to wake up and follow the wise advice of the Founding Fathers about avoiding entangling alliances, not creating more through government-managed trade deals, CCP ownership of our debt and land, and flooding the marketplace with made-in-China junk. The U.S. must extract itself from the clutches of the Communist Chinese Party, especially by manufacturing American-made products, allowing domestic mining, stopping foreign aid, blocking foreign land ownership, and returning the federal government to the confines of the Constitution. When this occurs, America will once again be the bastion of freedom, instead of what nearly passes today as an operating banana republic. One should never underestimate an opponent but we must be smart enough to know the battles that we are in. Sadly, many Americans do not see the actual battle that threatens to enslave us if we do not win. And merely voting in one particular party will not win the battle. The buildup of a new world order, no matter which country or faction of countries are leading, necessitates that America shed its sovereignty and the protection of God-given rights in exchange for following the dictates of global government. Folks, if you thought that 2020 COVID lockdowns were bad, then just wait until global government sends out a directive to lock down to battle climate change. Political persecutions will only get worse and they will be the norm. Let's wake up to the fact that we are already in a battle for freedom and that all of us need to be involved in protecting the system that the Founding Fathers created. To do that, join the John Birch Society today and work with others in your area. Only through informing and activating our fellow Americans will we be able to turn the tide from those that want to see America fail. Links are in the video description. I'm Bill Hahn for the John Birch Society. Until next time, get informed and get involved, people.